For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's the KRMG Evening News. I'm Skyler Cooper. Glad you're with us on this Friday. This is a big day for Tulsa firefighters, something they've been working toward for a long time and something that's really well-deserved. Uh, we're joined now by President of Tulsa Firefighters Local 176, Matt Lay. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, sir. This is something that's been going on for quite some time. We've reported on the negotiations between firefighters and the city on pay raises. Do you know offhand how long this conversation has been happening? Oh, I, I suppose you could say it's been going on for about 50 years when you get down to actual uh, contracts between the city of Tulsa and Tulsa Firefighters Local 176, dating back to 1972, actually. So uh, a long time, but uh, I'd say the in the uh, the modern era, the last three years have been uh, contentious, kind of starting in the middle of the COVID outbreak and a lot of uncertainty, obviously, in the city. And, and so we, we took some concessions at that time to sort of ensure that everybody made it through. Uh, and then we were just trying to join in uh, the the increases that followed. The idea here being that, uh, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, that Tulsa firefighters weren't really being paid what today's firefighters are being paid in, in similar areas. Is that the gist of it? That's the gist of it. You know, we, we kind of looked at two different metrics over the last couple of years. One was what's called a market of cities, and that's 11 cities that are of similar size, scope, and demographics to the city of Tulsa. That's Dallas, Oklahoma City, Omaha, Tucson, places like that. And uh, out of those 11 cities, we were actually ranked number 11. And so it mm. was one of those situations where, okay, we're, we're not keeping up. And then even within the state of Oklahoma, we were 16th in the state. And so that's a number of departments that are – you know, maybe smaller in, in size as well as even services to what we perform running between 60 and 65,000 calls a year now. Um, we, we just weren't keeping up, and we felt like it was important to take strides to improve that. You know, we talk to uh, Mayor Bynum every Monday here on KRMG, and unfortunately he could never tell us about this with, you know, pending litigation, which is, which is understandably sure. a, a fair way to respond to that. But I understand there is a, a big development today. I saw a post from Mayor Bynum with you standing right next to him. There has been a contract signed. Tell me what that means for firefighters. Yes, sir. So this is uh, the culmination of several months of this fiscal year's collective bargaining process. Uh, our negotiations team was able to uh, hatch a, an agreement with the mayor's negotiations team uh, that brings not only a, a pay raise to all Tulsa firefighters, but also creates uh, a larger incentive for what's called longevity. Another word for that could be considered loyalty. Uh, firefighters that have been with the city longer than three years start to accumulate a percentage, or a dollar figure per month uh, for each year of service, and it caps out now at 20 years. And so we were able to increase what that is. Let's face it, you know, over the last 20 years, you know, a dollar doesn't go as far and inflation sets in and, and that curbs the buying power and the, and the capital that our firefighters have. So this was a way to sort of try to catch up on that. What are the numbers? I know there's a base raise for everybody and then that longevity thing. So what are those numbers? So we got a 4% raise was across the board. So that's all steps, ranks, uh, seniority levels got at least a 4% raise. 
and then we increase the amount of longevity calculated once a firefighter reaches at least three years of service and then peaking at 20 years. Uh, some of that goes all the way back to our city charter language, which is, you know, over 100 years old now and sort of catches that dollar figure up with some peer cities like Oklahoma City. That was my next question. Does this satisfy what was, uh, there's probably a lot of negotiation, but does this put you where you think TFD should be? This moves us more to the middle of the pack, and that's at least a, a great starting point to ensure that we're able to not just retain the firefighters that we've got currently, but also recruit the best and the brightest. Uh, we believe the Tulsa Fire Department is the gold standard when it comes to fire protection. We're an ISO rating number one, uh, which means, hey, that keeps property taxes, uh, insurance rates low, things like that for uh, companies, uh, businesses, e- even residential folks that want to work and live in Tulsa. Uh, we're ha- providing a higher level of protection, and we feel that our firefighters have to be compensated at, at the same level. Sounds like you find this to be a, a fair point to be at right now. And I know you don't want to sound ungrateful, but I'm assuming there's more work to be done later. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, anytime you have negotiations, you know, neither side is getting everything they want. And we will start this process again in just a few months. And so anytime these these negotiations kind of run along, you realize they start running together. And we've had uh, some years in the past where we're literally running parallel tracks. Hey, this is last year's negotiations, but we've already started negotiations for next year. And a lot of that ties back to state law that's probably a little complicated for this segment. Something else I wanted to talk about with you, Matt, the uh, stair climb that Tulsa firefighters do every year on 9-11 to to honor those who died on 9-11 in New York City. Um, uh, Something that I just think would be a monumental task, not only physically, because that is quite the task, but also emotionally, because I would imagine the the bond you feel with firefighters nationwide and the, the hurt that must have been felt across the nation on that day. So tell me why it's important to do this stair climb in Tulsa every year. Being 21 years past uh, the tragic events of 9-11, it's more important than ever to not forget. It's also important uh, when you look at we're now hiring 18-year-olds to be Tulsa firefighters who weren't even born on 9-11. And so to explain the significance, not just of that day, but also of the next day and the next day and really the event that shaped a generation. Uh, I was actually in college when 9-11 happened and uh, you know, learned of it on the news, things like that. And then you know, that in a roundabout way set the path is the reason I'm here today. Uh, I joined the Army uh, and then later used my GI Bill to get my EMT, which got me on the Tulsa Fire Department. And so it kind of came full circle. And I think for anybody that was in their formative years around 9-11 can look back and see how that event may have shaped the direction and the course of their lives. Uh, spent a generation at war. Uh, we learned about a lot of things about the world, uh, about our own uh, values. And, and I think it's so important to make sure that our firefighters, first responders that are coming up, understand those lessons. And what building is this happening in on Sunday? This is going to be at the One Gas Building downtown on Fifth Street. Uh, it's an incredible partnership between Tulsa firefighters and Price Family Properties. Uh, the opportunity to not just get to have that moment of, of reverence and remembrance, uh, but they actually let us train there, and that you know we've got guys that are climbing stairs there uh, each and every morning before shift to make sure they're ready for whatever comes our way during a shift. People might wonder and ask, why not the Williams Building, the BOK Tower, because of you know the fifty percent replica of the Twin Towers? I'm assuming, you know, working it out with the company just happened to work out with one gas. Is that kind of how that went? In essence, we, we had crews that were using the one gas building, uh, like I said, for training purposes and 
and, and again, just uh, Jackie and Stuart Price have been such, such gracious hosts and uh, you know, really rolled out the red carpet for all of our first responders. This isn't just firefighters, it's law enforcement officers, it's emergency medical personnel. And so the opportunity to sort of, you know, take time to remember, uh, we actually do, you know, have, we have a registration fee that's, uh, you know, 20 bucks that every firefighter pays in. And it goes to, it's donated to a local charity called Hydrants of Hope. And it, uh, it's a charity that gives money to families battling pediatric cancer. So even in this, you know, moment of remembrance, you know, firefighters still find a way to give back and help those less fortunate than themselves. Matt Lay, president of Tulsa Firefighters. It's good to see you in studio. Thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. Anytime. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.